0: Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is... You aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Relatable Thoughts. I am so excited for this one because it's, it's our Halloween episode of the podcast because we are talking about the fear that lies behind scarcity and a scarcity mindset. And if you don't know what that means, we're going to be talking all about that. But really, I just want to introduce with the concept of Halloween. What even is it, really? I mean, obviously, we could go back into history and whatnot, but I really just want to talk about the concept of it's basically the idea of let's dress up in costumes, let's pretend to be something, go out and get candy on this, and we're just going to all pretend and make this <laughs> kind of like. Agreement That if we say trick or treat We're going to get candy And then we're going to come back I mean obviously If you're in college You're probably not trick or treating um, But you know You're putting on costumes You're putting on a show Pretending um, For the night that you know Ghosts and monsters And your favorite characters From things exist And that you can be them But then the next day Rolls around After work You know You can't just show up In costume again Or else it's kind of (laughs) weird You have to kind of go back to this idea of reality, like what the truth is. But it's fascinating because what we're going to be talking about today is a lie, just kind of like how Halloween is a lie and that it's pretending to be something. Yet it's a what we're talking about today is not something that just happens once a year. It's something that can persist throughout a lifetime. If you not, are not careful in looking at what's going on in your head, and looking at where your focus is. So let's begin with defining, well, what is a scarcity mindset? Simply put, a scarcity mindset is a mindset where you are looking at what you are lacking. That is where your focus is. It's easy to know it by its opposite. An abundant mindset. and um, That's a mindset where you just observe and focus on what you have in your life. Now, that seems really simple. But it... it can be elaborated and (laughs) be made complex in a lot of different ways. And we also don't really know just from that definition, like how it looks in our life. The easiest way that I like to describe it, um, I just heard recently this cool example where there was a surfer that was surfing with his friends and he noticed that there was like a dead sea lion, unfortunately, in the water. And so, you know, naturally you want to avoid that. You're like, I don't want to encounter that sea lion okay and so his focus was entirely on like i don't want to do that like i i want to avoid the sea lion okay but when you're surfing you know you're in water and so that means where your focus is meaning where you are looking matters where you're looking absolutely matters because that determines where your surfboard's going to go if you're just sitting in the water not obviously like you know if you're Actually going up and surfing, the waves pretty much doing the work, but if you know you're just chilling in there and you're moving around, like where you're looking is gonna matter. And so this person just kept looking over because he didn't want to hit it, so he kept making sure, am I close to it? Am I far enough away? Can I move a little bit? And pretty soon, he he hit the sea lion. like he was doing everything in his power to basically avoid it, but his attention was on it and therefore it became a reality. That's what scarcity does. Scarcity is focusing on something that we don't have enough of or we say that we are not good enough in a certain area that we are lacking in something or wanting to avoid something and yet that outcome is guaranteed. It becomes the truth. Even though it's not the truth, it's all just a lie. It's all pretend. Our brains always want to present scarcity as just being a fact because it's naturally what it observes. Our brains are naturally going to interpret things as negatively as possible. It has a negative bias. And so a lot of what it feeds us, we just interpret as the truth when in fact it's just a thought. And when I say a thought, that's just a sentence in our brain that we've just decided to believe in, even though that's not necessarily what is actually going on. The easiest example. A simple example can be seen as like the thought like, I'm not smart enough. So for you guys in a class that you think is maybe really difficult and you feel like you just should have more skills in it, you might think to yourself, I'm not smart enough for this class. Like that's just a fact to you when you think that thought. I'm not smart enough for these people. I'm not good enough in this kind of situation. I'm not dateable enough. I'm not cool enough. I'm not handsome enough or beautiful enough. Like this kind of lacking of, I don't have enough of the thing that I want or that I need to actually be successful in this thing. So taking the class example, let's say you're in a hard class and you think to yourself, I'm not smart enough, okay? If you think that thought, you're probably gonna feel kind of ashamed about it or at least guilty or frustrated with yourself or just a lot of self-doubt. That kind of negative bundle isn't going to feel or sit well with you, most likely. And so with that kind of negative bundle, your actions will just go to not putting effort into something because you'll see it as not being fruitful. So you'll put less effort into studying. You'll probably be more likely to just complain or put off those sorts of things or just say it's not for you and kind of define yourself in that sort of way. And over time, you create not being smart enough because you didn't put that effort into that would require the class, even though you most likely had I'm going to say almost guaranteed, had the capacity to do exactly what you wanted to do. But your brain had to confirm the truth of your thought. Scarcity is scary because it can become a reality even when it is just a thought. And I think the scariest place that scarcity can affect our lives is when it comes to the concept of time. Most of you have probably thought the thought I don't have enough time. Or you told yourself, I don't have enough time for that. I can't do that. I just wish I had more time. I don't have enough time to do the things that I want to do. I'm stuck doing these things I have to do. Or I can't even do those things. I just don't have enough time. That is a thought. More importantly, it's a lie. It's only true if you believe it's true because you're going to make it true. Okay? And you really might want to argue this one logically because you're like, Caleb, I only have 24 hours in a day and I use some of that for sleeping and all these other things. And so literally if I break it down measure by measure, I have this amount of time. And when I look at all the things I have to do, that is literally not enough time. And again, I would say to you, those are all thoughts. Okay. Let's begin with just the concept of time. Time is something that we've kind of defined ourselves. What is time? Well, time is simply based on the rotation of the earth, something that we just chose to define as a day, as well as we just decided to divide a day into 24 hours. We just said that's a thing. We said that a week happens in seven days. We said that a weekend exists. Like all these things we just decided and made up. Deadlines, um, really anything of that kind of importance, that kind of schedule, when we wake up, when we go to bed, all these things, we've just decided, yeah, this is like reality, even though it's not. Sure, that's maybe like how we, I'm not saying we throw everything out and just be like, yeah, we don't obey time anymore. We just, it doesn't exist anymore. What I'm saying is, is that everything you are perceiving is always in the present You can't perceive anything in the past and you can't perceive anything in the future. You can only perceive in the present. You can remember the past. You can anticipate the future. But again, everything is happening in this present moment. And so when you say this idea of time, it's really non-existent because you're only ever existing in the present moment. Yes, you can plan ahead for certain things. Time is useful in that sense as a social construct but I'm just pointing out to you that even time is not necessarily a truth. Yes, there's progression. Yes, things like move over a period of time, but how that is defined is still up to our interpretation, meaning it is a thought. And so even when you say, I don't have enough time, I don't believe you. Because I say that to myself and I've seen what happens when you say that to yourself. Let's just talk about it right now. So you get home from work or you get home from a class and you're like, there's a thing you have to do, an assignment you have to do, maybe, or you just like, I got 30 minutes to do, you know, just free time, I guess, before the next thing. And you probably say to yourself, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to, you know, whip out a problem or, you know, make some dinner or talk to this person or pro- I am keep procrastinating the thing that I've been meaning to do for probably two weeks, like maybe pick up my room or do some laundry. I don't know. Whatever it is in your life that you keep putting off, you're going to look at a period of time and you're going to tell yourself, I don't have enough time. So that feeling is going to turn into something like either frantic or just kind of like um, sort of like a resignation as well. Or just like you might get frustrated with yourself that this keeps on happening. And again, those feelings are focusing on the wrong thing. They're focusing on what you lack, which you say you lack in time, and therefore your actions don't do anything to propel yourself forward. And so even if you tried at something and didn't even finish it, you would have done far more in that than you just doing nothing and just deciding, well, I can at least scroll my phone because that's fast. And none of this is to shame anybody. We all fall into this trap when it comes to time. We all are subject to it. That's what happens as human beings. And, you know, sometimes it is valuable to think like I don't have enough time in terms of like time is running out. Like I need to get this thing done, especially, you know, for us procrastinators, we work on a deadline. So like I need to put this as a priority. And so sometimes we need that kind of urgency. It also works when, you know, you're trying to achieve things in life. And if you say I have all this plenty of time, you can also go the opposite way and say, well, let me just put it off rather than doing it now. But I really want to emphasize this idea that scarcity of time is always a lie. It's the same with money. It's the same with sleep. It's the same with your skills. It's the same with your chance of getting married. It's the same with your chance of graduating. And the same with your chance of getting your dream job. It is the same with your capability and with your worth as a human being and your ability to love yourself and really see change. You have everything you need within you to figure anything out. Even if you don't know it, you have the internet, you have a world of resources, you have people to look at. You can literally figure out anything you want to with your brain. We just tell ourselves we can't. And that thought sits in there until... Eventually, our actions lead us to hitting the thing that we were overall avoiding and we just say, well, I guess what, that was the truth, when in fact, it never was the truth until we made it so. What I really want to emphasize, though, is that scarcity, as I'm telling it to you right now, is a comfortable concept, meaning it's something that our brain likes to stay in. Even though I'm telling you, it doesn't feel good to think I don't have enough time. We just think we have to. Like, this is just the reality of things. We're stuck in this thing. We're stuck with these choices. We can't do anything about it. Oh, well. But it's fascinating because this is actually stopping us from feeling something worse, something way more uncomfortable, and that's fear because scarcity is in fact a representation of our true fear of our capacity to accomplish something. Or the fear of actually receiving what we want, the fear that there is abundance in the world, the fear of actually feeling the uncomfortable emotion and getting the thing that we want. This is really what makes scarcity so scary is because scarcity is honestly more comfortable than doing the hard work of feeling abundance. Okay, so we've talked a lot about, you know, what a scarcity mindset looks like. Let's talk what an abundant mindset looks like. So like let's say there's something you have to do, an assignment. You're like I don't know when to put this time in. It's believing the thought, I have plenty of time for this. The time all, the time will reveal itself to me. I have time. Just that thought, like I have time. Time exists for me, I don't exist for time. Just in this kind of concept that is scary. That is really scary to just throw yourself out there and say, yep, I have time. This thing is going to work out. I'm going to put effort into it. I'm going to do all these things, but it's that belief, that faith that it's going to happen or because it is happening, you can only receive things in the present. That's scary. <laughs> that's that's the real fear that we are hiding from because we don't want to recognize that capability. We don't want to make ourselves vulnerable and we don't want to get disappointed. We don't want to get frustrated. We don't want to have to get ourselves hurt. We would much rather just stay stuck. That's why things like indecision also prevent us from feeling fear as well as shame. These things prevent us from feeling the actual heart emotions even though they keep us stuck and they also keep us feeling bad. Bad emotions, like, I mean, I say bad emotions, no emotions ever bad, but I'm saying emotions that are really unnecessary. Confusion is really kind of unnecessary. Worry is kind of unnecessary. Shame is definitely unnecessary, at least in life. Like, we don't have to feel these things. I think we will always feel those things. But what I'm saying is, is that those things, they just kind of stack on top of fear. And that fear is still there, hidden. But you think the problem is, oh, I don't have time, or I don't know, or I like just am not good enough. Like I'm just a terrible person. You're like, no, that's those, none of those are the problems. Those are all lies that your brain has fed you that you think are true because it's easier to believe that truth than to reveal the mask, so to speak, going back to Halloween and see what's truly under there, which is fear. What are you really afraid of? Because it's fascinating (laughs) there's something really funny where they said like every room can be an escape room if you're just alone with your thoughts (laughs) because you don't want to sit alone with that (laughs) and i think that's hilarious because it's so true you being alone with yourself your thoughts that's kind of what we're afraid of meaning we don't want to look down deep and so we kind of cover things up we believe these lies Because if we were to really question these things and recognize where our capability is, we would then just have, we would be faced with the fact that we just have to do things. Like we just have to do things that we don't want to do in order to get the things that we really want to. So for you out there that is like, I'm trying to, you know, balance work. I'm trying to balance dating someone. I'm trying to balance school. I'm struggling figuring it all out okay, let's approach this thing logically. You have all the capacity to figure things out. You can figure it out. What are, what are the decisions you're afraid of actually making when it comes to looking at your schedule? What are the things that you're procrastinating, putting off doing? Where is the time that you're ignoring and not necessarily using? Now, I'm not saying we need to drive ourselves crazy, as well as I'm saying we might need to just embrace that our life's gonna feel pretty imbalanced sometimes and that it is okay. We can feel uncomfortable with that in order to get the thing that we want. For some of you, you might be kind of stuck in thinking, "I don't I'm like I'm running out of time." That's a pretty big scarcity thought when it comes to, you know, finding someone that you want to really date and marry, or when it comes to running out of time with school, feeling like you should be farther along. All these thoughts that just diminish yourself. Recognize that that is not going to help you find the person you want. Rather, instead embrace the kind of scary thought of my person's already out there i'm entirely worthy and lovable and ready for that or maybe not necessarily ready but like i'm willing to try and like i am the perfect person for my person out there who exists who is real who i will find or who is already present in my life i just need to be made aware of it basically so, like, just putting that faith out there that it will work out. All things have, are going to work out for my desire as I put that work into it. All things are going to work out towards my desire, and with that belief fueling you, you will go make it true. See, what I'm saying is, is that that is far scarier to believe than the what we think is scary, which is scarcity. Scarcity is not actually what's scary, it's the thoughts that we're hiding from beneath it that we want to actually believe or that we will need to believe in order to get the thing that we eventually want. So for you who wants to graduate, don't focus on what you are lacking when it comes to the classes you still need to accomplish, the grades that you feel like you need. Believe in yourself and find the abundance in your capacity of learning believing that you are far more capable than you think you are and that you can figure out anything, anything you set your mind to, guaranteed. My friends, this concept can literally change your life. I've seen it change my client's life as I've worked with them and just recognizing what the truth is. Scarcity or abundance, they're not necessarily the truth. The truth is what you decide it is. The truth is what you're going to make it. The truth is whatever you focus on. And so what I'm saying is, is that while we want to believe in a bright future, we want to have all these amazing things, we have these great desires, we are so scared to look at it. We're so scared to look and put our focus in and just say, that is my destiny. That's what's happening to me right now. I will receive that. We think it impossible to look at those things and we want to just we want to just kind of surround ourselves with what seems so easy which is we don't have enough we're not good enough and wallow in that but wherever that focus is that's what you're going to get and so really kind of the the scariest truth of all is your focus is entirely what matters of course there is you know, you don't have to be constantly focused on something. You are totally welcome and willing. Like you're going to have bad days. You're going to have thoughts that you're negative on yourself. You're going to be on your case. But what I'd love to emphasize is that you can always feel abundant about yourself, abundant about your growth, abundant about your experience of life as a human being, abundant about everything that's happening to you and just like full of it, even though when those things are sometimes terrible and sometimes we're just going to wallow a little bit, but it's reminding ourselves. That's why we can always turn our focus. That's why we can always return to things. That's why like change is very real. And it's something that we want to be active in every day is where's our focus, where are our thoughts? The focus is going to determine where you go in life and it's going to determine exactly what is the truth. Are you going to get the thing you want? Are you going to be able to accomplish the thing you need? Can you actually figure out? Yes, 100%. You for sure can. So look at your brain. Don't be afraid to go in there. It's not a haunted house. It might be scarier than it is, but like you can do it. Look at what's in your head. Find those thoughts that are creating scarcity, not enoughness, what you're lacking, and see how you can replace that with fullness, how you already have this thing, how you already will receive this thing because time is always received in the present, how you're receiving it right now, and how, even if you don't have it, even if you aren't quite there yet, how you can figure it out, how you're totally capable. You can manage it. You can manage the fear. It's just an emotion. No matter how scary it is, it is just an emotion. And that embracing that truth, embracing the thing you want, even though it's scary, to believe in, it's going to give you the greatest joy and fulfillment that you're looking for in life. Okay, my friends, that's what I have for you today. And, and if you're listening to this before the 27th of October, you can join me in my masterclass, Failure Proof Your Life. It is going to be fantastic. We're going to be talking about a couple of these scarcity concepts in there. It's a great way you can just apply what we're talking about right here and now, as well as you can figure out if you want to be I have two spots open to finish out the semester in these next six weeks where you can truly understand the foundation of how to move through things without calling yourself a failure, but most of all, where you can reach the kind of end of the semester with the focus you want, and even more importantly, where you can actually reach the goal you're looking for. If you really want to be successful and get the kind of grades you want to in your class, focus is everything. If you really want to figure out dating and your mental health struggles or your anxiety focus is going to be the thing okay so sign up for a free coaching call if this is like the thing you're finally been called to or you're just like i want to figure out where these scarcity thoughts are i'm your guy for it especially if you're in college or you're like this is what i do this is what i love doing and it's changed my life it's changed my client's life i want it to change your life okay So happy Halloween, everybody. It's, I mean, I love this season. It's a great time. I hope it's a good one for all of you out there. And I hope you learned something today. Please share this podcast if you found it very useful or give it a review on Apple Podcasts. I always appreciate that. Or some five stars on Spotify. Also love that. And um, yeah, that's what I got for you. So thank you all and see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, sign up for your free coaching call today. This episode was sponsored by my client, Jocelyn. Thank you so much for being the inspiration for this episode. And special shout out to Zane Khan for being a fantastic coach and a great hype person. Love you, man. And to all of you, keep it spicy.